All right, so today we're going to look at why you should consider running the Delaware Wing Tee because of its uh, ground attack, and that is something we're going to look at in depth today. Y'all know I'm a big Wing Tee fan. Uh, We run the Wing Tee here at Nitro, and uh, we're going to look at the specific reasons on why uh, the ground attack of the Wing Tee is something that uh, is a viable viable offense in 2020, and it's something that I think can can help teams uh, win games in the uh, in the 21st century. And after a quick word from our sponsor, you will hear my thoughts on the ground oriented attack of the wing tee. Okay, so today we're going to look at the ground oriented attack of the Delaware wing tee and. I was talking with uh, a couple of my my coaches yesterday at practice, and we were talking about different styles of wing tee. So there's a style of wing tee around here that was made famous by a team that won a lot of football games, and it's a great style. There's still a team running it in our area that is really good. Uh, but the style we're going to talk about today is the Delaware wing tee, which is, you know, buck sweep trap down, Belly, some people call that lead, right? The down play, uh, waggle, the keep pass, those kinds of types of things. And that's a, a different style than what uh, has been ran in this area before. So, you know, the Delaware Wing T is a ground oriented attack. And I'm going to read uh, here in a minute uh, from the, the page I'm on. I'm on page 27 from uh, the book, Delaware Wing T in order of football, uh, which was written by Tubby Raymond and Ted Kimsky. Uh, wonderful book. Really, really, really good book. Uh, I think I'm going to continue to do some different podcasts from it uh, as we we go through this season and into the offseason. Because I know uh, as, a, as a head coach going on, this is my sixth year as a head coach, uh, I'm looking for something that's systematic, something that uh, you can run no matter what type of player you have, you can mold the system and you can use it throughout your career. Because I, th- I feel like when I interview, when I interview coaches that are successful, I find that one of the common threads is they have a system and they believe in it and they, that's what they do. And they don't change from year to year. Uh, they may, they'll tweak their system, right? They'll tweak it to fit the needs of their athletes, but they don't change their system. They still run the same basic plays and that's what their guys know. And that's what they can, and that's what those coaches teach well because they have invested so much time uh, into it. And as a, as a young head coach, I'm still, what am I, 30, I'm 35. Uh, I'm still learning how to develop a system uh, offensively. Uh, I called plays for the first time last year, and I really want to look, called offensive plays for the first, offensive plays for the first time last year. And I'm looking for, a system that I can use going forward. And I find I find that in the wing T. I find it to be something that is time-tested, that uh, it is something that has won a lot of football games. And it's also something that's helped programs that may not be as talented stay in football games with people that are more talented than them. And that is our situation here at Nitro, that we're not always going to be more talented than people. Uh, most weeks we're I would say we're evenly talented with people, maybe a little less talented. So uh, we're trying to make that up in some way, shape, fashion, or form. And I feel like the wing tee is the way 
to do that. So page 27 of of the book, The Delaware Wing Tee in Order of Football, uh, I'll read a little bit from a paragraph uh, that's under a title called Ground Oriented. It says, the objective of offense in football is, of course, to move the ball and score, but every coach is confronted with the question, how can this be done most efficiently? The concept of any football system must begin with deciding whether the attack will be primarily running or passing. Certainly, every offense must create a balance between running and passing, but because of limited practice time, the design must favor one phase. The Delaware offense is primarily a rushing attack for the following reasons, and we'll, we'll go into those here in a minute. So, you know, as, as a head coach and the guy that calls the offensive plays, I've made the decision that we're going to be mainly a running football team. Uh, I was an offensive lineman uh, in middle school, high school, and college. And I feel like running the football sets the tone for your entire program. It's physical. It's tough. You control the clock. You can run the football in any any type of weather. And here in West Virginia, it can be really cold. It can rain. Uh, one day when we play long enough, it could snow. So uh, you want to be able to run the football, be physical, be tough. And it's easier to teach running the football, right? It's easier to teach run blocking for offensive linemen. Uh, pass protection for an offensive lineman is really hard, uh, you know, unless you have, you know, collegiate level linemen at the high school level. It's hard to pass pro a lot, and then you know you can teach guys to hold onto the football, right? Great ball security and run with low pads, right? And great lean. Those are things you can develop in a high school football player, and uh, those are things that we try to do here at Nitro. And I know those are things that guys have done that have really successful programs like. Coach Birchfield at Bishop Hartley, that uh, those guys are like a double wing based offense and they get after you and they run the football and they're going to play deep into the season most years. And there's going to be some bad weather in Ohio. And I feel the same thing uh, about West Virginia. You have to have an offense that can pound the football when, when you have to, when the weather's bad or you know, there's always a there's always a spot in a game where, where you have to be able to run the football. Uh, you have to be able to run the football when you need to, not when the defense is giving it to you. And that's something I learned from Coach Rocco at Liberty when I uh, when I played there. So there's five reasons on this page about why you should be a ground oriented offense, and we'll go through those and I'll, I'll comment on on each of those. So number one. The core of any football team is hardness, and there is no separation of offense from defense. The style of offense affects the defense. The development of a grueling, consistent ground game builds a desire to dominate the opponent physically. How the ball is moved then shares importance with moving the ball itself. So you want to set the tone for your program to be a tough, physical, downhill program. I think if you want to play play good defense, your offense needs to be a physical style of offense because that's what your de your defense is going to go against, you know, in spring, preseason camp, uh, those types of things. <laughs> For those people that have spring football, right, uh, that your defense needs to get used to going against an offense that's a ground-oriented, tough, physical attack. And I, I think that that has stood the test of time. That is true. I think football is a game that comes down to blocking and tackling. And uh, if you run the wing tee, then that's something you're going to get a lot of practice at. And on defense specifically, getting off blocks because the wing tee is going to block all of the defenders to the play side. And 
Uh, there's going to be no free hitters, right? There's no free hitters uh, when you face the wing tee. So, I mean, the free hitter, I guess, could be like a secondary player, but those are the guys we want trying to make tackles, right? We want corners and safeties trying to make tackles. So it's also developing your linebackers to get off blocks, read their keys, uh, find the football, all those types of things. So point number two, during a football game, each team will get the ball between 10 and 15 times. The team that controls the ball by making first downs with the least risk of turning the ball over will decrease their opponent's opportunities to have the ball. I'm not an option football guy, and I know in the Delaware wing tee uh, in the system, you can run option. People do run option. Not really my thing. We run a little bit of a little bit of option out of it, uh, more like a like a power option uh, type play, which isn't the same as triple option in my mind. You're just pitching off one guy. Very easy read. Uh, but people that run the triple, right? That's something that you know, you're having to work the mesh all the time with the fullback, and then you know your next key, or you pitching off him, all that kind of stuff. But in the wing T, you're handing the ball. Uh, most of the time, right? It's, it's a designed, it's a designed handoff, and uh, those are things I like, right? As a coach, I know that's my preference. That's something I like to do. Uh, but we want to be able to run the football, don't turn the ball over. Uh, we want to be able to slow the game down if necessary, or go fast. So we run uh, the wing tee, but we don't huddle. So we're on, we're a wristband team, so we can go fast, we can go slow. Uh, we don't carry a bunch of different formations, just a couple of formations. So we're trying to see what the defense is in and then call the best play possible. And that is something I believe in, something we did last year that I really liked. And I've seen people do it before. So obviously I stole it from, from wise people. And that's something we'll do going forward. All right, number three, a consistent ground game increases the number of opportunities to enter all to enter the all-important four-down area. So my general rule is if we're past the 50 and it's fourth and manageable, give or take, five or less, we're probably going to go for it unless we get in the field goal range. This year we have a good kicker. Uh, if we play any games, we'll get a chance to use him. But uh, I like to go for it on fourth down, especially if it's close. Uh, we're going to go for it most of the time uh, to use all four downs. So if it's third and eight, I'm not thinking, oh, I got to get eight yards. I'm thinking – uh, if I get four or five, then we can go for it on fourth down. Because I think if you can use fourth down efficiently and get first downs on fourth down, you control the ball. And the other team cannot score if you have the ball. So that's something that, that we like to do. All right, number four. The running game is not as, as subject to severe weather problems as a passing game. So I remember a couple of years ago, we played in a game that was an absolute mud bowl. And it rains a lot here in West Virginia in the, the late fall. So you have to be able to run an offense to where you can run the football. You have multiple ways to run the football. You're not just inside, outside zone. Uh, you can run buck, trap, power, counter, down, um, you know, lead, or what the wing tee calls belly. And you can control the ball, and you can control the clock, and you can you have options to run the football uh, – at different areas of the defense to be able to move the football. And that's something I really, really believe in, especially in a state like West Virginia or other states where weather can become a serious factor, where it gets cold, where it's rainy, where it can snow. Those are things that uh, the Delaware, Delaware wing tee 
gives you the ability to do is to run the football with a multifaceted ground oriented attack to be able to move the football when the weather is poor. And then, then number five, the running attack is not as dependent on the superior ability of one or two players as a primarily passing attack is. So if you're going to throw the ball a lot, your quarterback needs to be, needs to be good, right? Your receivers need to be good. Uh, your offensive line has to be able to pass protect really well. And, I know for us here in double-A football in West Virginia, let's say your number one quarterback's really good, but what if he breaks a shoelace? Can you still do that with your backup quarterback? Uh, I know we can't. Uh, we have a starting quarterback who's a, a very good player, uh, but the backup is like a skill kid, and we teach him how to run uh, the basic offense. It's a running offense, right? He can throw a couple of, of basic passes, but if you're a, a passing-oriented offense – then you're going to need a couple quarterbacks to be able uh, to do that consistently. And I don't see us having that here at, at Nitro. So I don't think most people do either. Most people, you know, maybe their quarterback that year is a guy that could throw the ball a little bit. I mean, he's a good game manager. Uh, you see that in different high schools. Not everybody has a guy that can sling it down after down after down and keep the chains moving so you had to be able in my opinion to have an offense that is based around the running attack because it's not as dependent year year in year out um, on being able to throw the football now what's the great thing about having a strong rushing attack is that you get very basic coverages usually because people are, are concerned about stopping the run so your passing game doesn't have to be very complex there's some play action passes there's some quick game. There's a couple screens, and you can just th you can throw those, and they're going to be open, right? Based on the progression of you know what the quarterback sees, right? He's you know going vertical to outer, you know whatever passing concept you have, because he's going to see very basic coverage. He's going to see cover three. He may see cover two. If you see if you, you see cover two in the wing tee, you should rush for like 600 yards. Um, you may see man, right? Then your play action game is really good there versus man uh, versus cover three. You have your, your vertical and out game off a of play action look, you know, your slant arrow game. So it's very simple things in the passing game that work because the run game is so good. People get um, you know secondary players down the box. Maybe they sub out a secondary guy for another linebacker. And especially if you're in like a two by two wing T set, like a red or a blue, you can throw four verts versus maybe three high. And that's a good thing. Right, you know, run four verticals versus cover three. So you can do those things if you can run the football. If you can't run the football, people usually get a little more exotic on defense as far as coverages and blitzes and things of that nature. But if you can run the football, you get a lot more base defense usually or simple run blitzes. And it helps open up your passing game because you are efficient at running the football. So I thank you all for listening. And I hope that that helps you understand why the wing tee is an effective, efficient, ground-oriented offense.